Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. With your hosts, Brent Radlinski from the Yankee Tavern North and Dave Van Robies from the Dutch Oven. Both of us are in Lethbridge, Alberta. Let's get into it. 1420 Podcast, Tuesday, August 31st. Uh, she's over. August is all said and done. we still got a long weekend ahead of us here. Episode 132 of the big show. Dave, uh, how are you doing tonight? Did you, did you stay warm? The temperature, she sure does drop uh, once the sun goes down, doesn't it? Uh, yeah. Um, I'm glad I got my shit done because like, it started blowing a little bit this afternoon. Got the dog all walked. It's a little bit of a late start for us. and I uh, So I don't have to leave the, the confines of the oven all night now. So I'm, I'm quite all right with that. Yeah, I played golf tonight where you got the 1420 podcast uh, golf team. We got relegated to the B-side B side of the uh, of the Fort McLeod Men's uh, Golf League. Uh, we, we went down a little bit of a fight tonight. We lost 5-4, 5-4, so we're down 15-12, uh, and then the way the points work out. I won my match 7-4, uh, so uh, not too bad. So we're still a, we're still a hope that we might be on the B-side uh, next week. It's not, it's not an insurmountable lead. Um, Dave, uh, I got picked up something different tonight. Uh, it's called People Skills uh, from Toolshed, a patio style pale ale uh, or blonde ale. Sorry, it's actually pretty good. Something different. Uh, People Skills from out of Calgary. What do you What do you got going on tonight? Um, the liquor store I go to always has. I've tried this Phillips Brewing a couple times, and I liked it, so I grabbed another mixer pack. The one I have is a Cran Dream Dream. It's a cranberry tangerine ale. Pretty tasty. I don't I don't mind it. I wish it was a little hotter. I should save this for a hotter day next time, though. Middle of the afternoon, someday, sitting in the backyard, it's uh, probably different. Uh, very quenching. Um, as I was uh, leaving the golf course at Fort McLeod, the uh, Canadian women's national team uh, won the gold medal in overtime. Um, 3-2. They were down 2-0 early in the hockey game. Um Marie-Philippe Poulin, uh, top shelf, bar down. The goal went to review. Uh, congratulations uh, to the Canadian women for winning the uh, gold medal. First gold medal in the World Championships in quite a few years from dominating for so many years. Uh, the U.S. has been kind of the, the go-to team lately. Um, Dave, what's your thoughts on that? It's it's just awesome. It's it's You knew... You knew this game was going to be a lot different than that drubbing that Canada laid on the U.S. in the uh, in the round robin game, and uh, yeah, they were full marks tonight. 
the Canadian women sports are just delivering like never before this year. And it's, and it's, it's good. I'm happy for them and the inspiration they are. Yeah. Between, you know, you got uh, the, obviously the, the, the Olympic soccer team and then the Olympic women in general did well. And you had the, uh, the hockey team winning tonight and then you have Bianca and rescue um, back at the U S open again this year. You never know how that's going to turn out. She won it two years ago. Um, you know, Canadian women are sure, uh, they're show, showing the men up a little bit, but hopefully the men can start catching up a little bit and uh, win a few championships themselves. Anyways, I talked about it a bit yesterday on Foul Tip Show, but uh, we'll get right into it with the Mets. A um, couple of players, Javi Baez and uh, Francisco Lindor. Um, Lindor was a trade and a free agent signing. Got $340 million. Baez was a, a guy that acquired the trade deadline from the Cubs. They have a bit of a problem, apparently, uh, with uh, New York fans giving the Bronx cheer, even though it's out in Flushing, Queens. Um, getting booed isn't up there, Ali. said it was mean. Um, it's not nice. Um, for them to come out, and then they come out with the, the hand signal, get with the thumbs down that the Yankees had a couple years ago for a completely different reason when there, there was that fan in the stands giving the thumbs down, and they had as a rallying cry. This one was a, a, a knock to the fans of, uh, of the Mets. One, Dave, the, if you're a player and you don't like getting booed and you have your – every team has their secret hand signals when they get a base hit. They're doing something stupid on the baseline. Thumbs up, pat in the chest, whatever. There's all kinds of different things. If this is a thing that they're doing, just do it. Don't come out and say, this is to you fans. And, and – and giving your your uh, putting your nose up and everything else towards your fans. What's your thoughts? I think it's the most childish thing I've ever seen in in sports from athletes. What a bunch of babies! Like they're underperforming and they're playing in New York. They're playing in New York for the Mets. Like it's you came there to do a job. You got called out on Twitter by your boss a month ago or whatever, or not your boss. Well, yeah, the owner of the, the team. Owner. Yeah. I was calling him out on Twitter and sure. DeGrom's not there. And, and, but this isn't, you guys got all the money you wanted. Now do your job, do your job. Like the fact that he says like, we're going to, we're going to boo them for our success or however he put it. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's so childish. Like how does, I don't understand. I don't understand. My problem that, that I have with it was yesterday or Sunday afternoon. Sorry. It was when Baez came out and he had his son on his knee and was taking questions from the media. To me, that was even more gutless and childish because at that point, what even New York media is not going to, for lack of a better term, attack a player when he's holding his kid on his knee. So they're going to take it a little bit lighter on it. You can't tell me that wasn't a calculated move. Smart move, but calculated move. Yeah, it was a chicken move, right? Like oh, it's a complete chicken chickening. move. Yeah, totally. And whatever. The season's not done yet. Like, let's see what happens. And, yeah, this isn't a rallying cry. This is just being a dick. Because your team's out of it. The Mets have no chance. You know, and, and then and you, you got to take a stand. I, I don't get that. And then for Lindor to come out and uh, basically say that, you know, my salary is this and becomes a, it becomes a, um, an issue. 
and he, they're making it so and people there are people and you and i aren't aren't in that thing but there are people who do take issue for the the, the salaries that these guys make and so they they think that maybe this guy should be booed more than that guy um baseball play teams got nine guys and they all have to be a cohesive unit in a individualistic sport but if it's a guy making 600 grand who's hitting 220 striking out 140 times in 150 at bats you're probably not saying a whole bunch but when a guy's making 34 million that he negotiated just before the season started but i'm talking about lindor it's pretty it's a pretty bad luck you you agreed to play here for this much money. Like, just now do your job. Just yeah. do your job. Don't uh, – but, yeah, I don't understand. But when you have that much money and you're – you must – I don't know. You're just so selfish because how can that be good for anything? You know, bias, bias came from the Cubs where you can do no wrong out in Wrigleyville. They won the World Series in 2016, and he's – everybody's best friend in Chicago. Like they're all getting schools and streets and everything named after them after winning that world series. So he's never again had a bad thing, a boo come his way in how many years or bad things said about in how many years for him to come out and say this, he's not signing with the Cubs or with the Mets and he's only been there for two and a half, three weeks as it is anyways. So for him to come out and say anything is ridiculous. And the other guy, when he comes from Cleveland, which is also you're a, you're a big fish in a small pond in Cleveland, Mr. Smiles, they call him. He's always wearing a smile. And he can't do anything wrong either. The first time these guys get some adversity, they get booed, and then they, they, they start crying about it. Go to hell. Not to hell, yeah. but, you know. But it was New York's a different place. You should know that going in. And just – it's <laughs> – for Lindor, it's like he's there for a while. He better figure this out. because Nine more years. You can't fight with the fans for that long. Baez, I don't know how this helps his free agent if he's going to be a well, Casey Pats, unless he just rakes from here on to the end of the year. Like, the, but even then, like, there's going to be places that, that the meat is a little bit tougher that are going to be like, well, if you or the fans are going to be a little bit tougher and expect, have some expectations. Okay, you're not playing here. Like, he just probably took a lot of millions off his, a lot of zeros off his uh, free agent signing, in my opinion. Uh, well, it's it's all going to depend on how he does from here on out, right? He's just playing for his next contract right now. His last contract, more than likely. Like you, you, yeah. you, you go across town. They uh, Mar- Mariano got booed in the Bronx. Jeter got booed in the Bronx. Stanton with the Yankees. Now he he's been getting booed since day one since he went there. Why do the Mets seem to have this different? It seems like it's it's a fiasco year after year with the Mets, and it's like they're they're the they're the the, the, the redheaded stepchild of the or stepbrother or whatever of the Yankees, and it, it just it just seems they can't do anything right. It does seem Mets gonna met right, like it's they got the new owner and he's a zillionaire and he's a huge fan of the team, like he's yeah he like money's not the thing, like he wants to win yeah and and so he's. Anytime you think they take a step in the right direction, just something happens. It's the Mets. They haven't done anything since 86. And then they found a way to screw that up with all the cocaine and everything else they're doing. They broke that team up pretty quick. Like the well, Mets are going to Mets, right? So it's, yeah. DeGrom, and remember they had that. Syndergaard what, and, and, and uh, who else was there? Uh, Harvey. Uh, Matt there. Harvey, who, ju- who just lost his mind. He just can't, gone. Yeah. He just can't pitch. Yeah. No, um, it's, 
the David mess. Wright was her third baseman forever, and he was always good, but not good enough. But, then get hurt. And like, yeah, yeah, like I said, the Mets are going to match. It just it seems they can't do anything right, even when they get an order like that's willing to spend a bunch of money. Um, go on to our second topic of the night, Dave. Um, this one kind of was a bit of a shock to me, just in, for the simple reason that Bill Belichick has never started a season with a rookie quarterback. Uh, they made a decision today to go with Mac Jones from Alabama. Uh, New England Patriots released, said bye-bye to ex-MVP Cam Newton. Um, bit, bit of a shock, but then you get down. You, I started listening to a few things on the way back home today. Um, it's not as much of a shock as you think because uh, apparently Mr. Newton didn't want to get his COVID shot. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I read into it as well, as well as hearing talk radio and reading some things about it. From my understanding in the NFL this year, if you're unvaccinated, you have to get tested every day before even entering the facility. If you get expo- if you get uh, designated as a close contact with a positive case, you're gone for five days. Yeah. Whereas if you're double vaxxed, you just need a negative test and you're right back at it. And so the possibility of losing him for five days, like it, it already happened in training camp. Well, that was part of the issue is that when he he uh, went on his uh, five-day quarantine or whatever you want to call it, whatever they do call it now, uh, Matt Jones came in, lit the world on fire, and they said, well, okay, here's our, here's the positives, here's the negatives. Uh, Jones is a good enough quarterback to do what Newton's doing. He's got his vaccine. We can't afford to have a quarterback not have it because if you have two or three quarterbacks, you're it's just math. It just, it's, right. it's, it's a numbers game. And especially when you need a lead on that guy, because to expect a quarterback to start 17 games now is a, is a tall ask. It, it happens a lot, but it's, it's, it's not easy to start 17 games. Well, as a rookie, we talked about last week, having these guys yeah. come in. We talked about like at Nazimon, I think it was last Thursday, these, these rookies are coming in now and Nine times, I shouldn't say nine times out of ten, but let's say seven out of ten, six out of ten times, these guys who come from the big schools, from the big boys, they don't have a whole bunch of success in the first couple of years or at all, some of them. Yeah, it's that's not necessarily true. Uh, Deshaun Watson, hell of a quarterback. Um, he's he's quite young. The uh, masseuse. I, the masseuse. Um, <laughs> L- Lamar Jackson and, and uh, Mahomes. They're all young. They're all under the age of 25. They are so fucking good, those those guys. But how many guys now, like Dak was, was out for a long time. Uh, Joe Burrow's out for a long time. And then never mind all the busts, right? Yeah. Like, it's it's tough to do. No, it's uh, it's quite astonishing that uh, the way the quarterback carousel works. If – and the, the way the rules are too with Dave with the, the, the COVID rules that if a if a team can't have X amount of players because of COVID and this and that, it's money out of the owner's pocket. That means they're not getting the TV deals and la da 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 da. da. It it never ends. Why a guy like? Let's have a vote. There's two of us here. 
How many of us here sitting here talking right now, and then with people who are listening on tomorrow on the uh, when Jim gets this out, how many people would just say, you know what, my employer says this, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to, no matter what my beliefs, because now I'm out. Yes, he's made a hundred million dollars, whatever he's made. But if I still want to keep playing, the employer says this, the league says this, so I just do it. Would that not be just a logical thing to do? I don't understand. And it's not just them. Like science is telling you to do this. Like the, I, I just don't. I just don't get it. Especially when that much money is is at stake, and just for the dough. You know, you're Cam fucking Newton. If there is a microchip in that, they, they know where you are already, man. Come on. Yeah. Like they already know where you're at because you're gonna have staff and like whatever. They know where you are. You, you're not easy to hide. Wearing that that uh, your top hat, your boa, <laughs> like your, your top primer. hat and your and your yellow jacket with your purple boa. Like I did. It, like his, I, he made me laugh with his ridiculous fashion. Well, I, there, there's a couple of white guys in Southern Alberta right now who couldn't pull that that look off. I know that. I mean, what, he couldn't either. Like some <laughs> of that stuff. I like. I'll tip my hat. Like you can't have. Uh, you can't have home runs without swinging for the fences. Sometimes right? it's uh, it's something else. I I and I, I you got to give the the Patriots credit. I guess I mean they got like Robert Kraft and his orchids of Asia, wherever he was doing his uh, little situation down in Florida a couple years ago. He's got to get get his massages as well. Um, but you got to give these 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 owners and GMs and coaches credit, saying here's the rules, follow them. If you don't like it, get out. And, uh, because it comes down to money. It comes down to money out of their pockets. Well, yeah. And, and what I uh, read about that, too, like, so they they just wrote him a $3.5 million check and said, thanks. Yeah. You're gone. And made him a free agent because they could have traded him. And I, the, so uh, from one of the articles I read said uh, New England actually did him a solid by uh, releasing them as, as opposed to trading him somewhere. Yeah. Have we seen the last of Cam Newton? Ex-MVP, he's always been a starter right when he came out of Auburn in 2008, I believe. Um, went to Super Bowl with Carolina. Vaccine or not, have we seen the last of Cam Newton? Because he's always just been a starter. And do you want a guy like that who is a still a solid player? Not a kid of rough year last year, but do you see him ever making, a, making his way to... Without the vaccine or with the vaccine, do you, do you see that? Is that the last we, we'll see of Cam Newton? Um, it's it's a dicey one. Like I don't know, I don't know why you would sign him as a backup. Why like why are you signing a backup that is not reliable? And and especially um, one of the pundits I was listening to today was saying Baltimore would be a good home for him, but Lamar Jackson isn't. Vax, double vaxxed either so now if they come in they, and they're hanging out together so if those two if they there's a close contact it can hit both of them and now you got both of them gone for five days and then your center's gone because you're under a lot of like it just whatever yeah like it's it's just too big a risk to take like you like the 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 only reason you would have like you you need a backup and if you can't 
count on an experienced backup. Why aren't we just grabbing the clipboard out of Bobby's hands and putting him in there to get killed today? Like the Broncos had to do last year. Yeah, they, they, they all their quarterbacks were, were gone because obviously there's a quarterback uh, at, meet, yeah. meetings, whatever it is, and they're all in the same dressing room. And so no, none of you can play now. Yeah. So, so they bring Broncos Bobby Brister out of retirement, whoever it was. Yeah. It's, I uh, forget that. Yeah, it was some whatever, but he didn't die and we were happy for it. Yeah, no, it's uh, I, I I will not understand. I mean, it's it's no different. It's no different than me going to work and saying, okay, the you have to wear a hard hat. Why? Well, because the client said we have to. Okay, done. And so you just you just do it. Like I, I don't I, I I will never understand the entitlement of these guys. I mean, it, it makes zero sense. And let's just take let's take the, the, the political spectrum out of it. Let's take the stupidity out of it on both, both sides because there are people who are crazy on both ends of it. But just here's the rules. Do what you're told, and you can play here. And we will pay you handsomely. I, 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 I just – especially, especially we're, what, 20 months into this thing now? You're right. You're right. And here's the funny thing, like what a thing I – you know, like, so I understand the logic of hands off my body. You can't tell me what I have to put in my body. I 100% understand that. Logic. Yep. But it's funny to me that only, uh, I won't say all, a large percentage of these anti-vaxxers that are saying hands off my body, you can't tell me. How many of those people are uh, anti-abortion? They want to tell other people what to do with their body all the fucking time. Yeah. The whole thing is just, we better stop on that note. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's, I, I, no, it's gone to a whole new level. <laughs> and and uh, no, logic, they, we have, we have a second here. Like, like, it's just logic. If you use, if you use logic to, to, to defend your right not to get back, you have to use that same logic when you're telling someone else what they can and can't do with their, you know, like I was out, like when I picked up mom out in salmon arm on the weekend there, and uh, we mask full mask mandate in BC. Now, la, da, 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 da. we sat in the same hotel room. My brother, we're all vaccinated. My brother and his fiance, we sat, sat in the hotel room, had some beers. And so that was what we were allowed to do. And so, okay, these are the rules. So we followed them. There was no being mad. This is just what they are. But then we got to talking and this, the conversation is, it, it's, it's getting so exhausting, but we'll bring it up again. It's crazy right now, Dave, that both sides of the equation, whether you're a believer or a non-believer, are so adamant that they're right, that it's odd that there's no in-between. Like, I don't, I can say that I'm right because science said so, they can say they're right because of whatever reason, but there's no bend in the break on either side. And it's the first time in my life that this has been such a divided situation. It's just odd. It's odd. Well, at the end of the day, any person that I would come and, and even have the opportunity to have this debate, I don't have that debate anymore because, yeah. you know, well, that, that, that's exactly you, what I'm saying. You're so right. And they're so wrong. Whereas they're so, or they're saying to me, "You're wrong, and I'm right." It's so. It, yeah. It's it's like that. Uh, what was that thing about three or four years ago? Uh, could even be longer. That do you remember that gold, black, blue, white dress thing? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah, the yeah. same fucking thing. 
Like you can have the same piece of paper and pass it down the, the, the bar and people are like, that's blue and gold or black and gold, whatever, whatever the two colors were. And, and, and people are like, are you, are, you, are you nuts? Sitting it's the same side thing. by side, yeah. That, it's the same thing. Is that a good analogy? Yeah, well, yeah, it is to the point where like you're just, there's nothing like uh, you're, you're, your mind is made up. You've had access. Deanne did that. Me and the producer were sitting at a place in Medicine Hat, and she looked at me like I was growing a third eye out of my head when I said it was blue and gold or whatever it was. She yeah, goes, are you fucking nuts? I said, that's what I, that's what it, I, what do you mean? I'm like, it's the same thing. Yeah. Like, it, it's just, it's odd. It, it's just so bizarre that we've come to that, that we, uh, uh, the black and gold or blue and white, whatever the dress color is, is the same as the, the vaccine, uh, the debate we've been having for x amount of months now but anyways it's just not worth talking about yeah it's not because you're never going to change either, each other's minds and it's, we'll just agree to disagree i guess on that way anyways 1420 podcast we kind of rambled a little bit there we got off topic don't mean to talk uh political things but i don't know it just gets interesting to, to have a different view on why it's so weird but anyways um sometimes we do not uh, talk about sports sometimes and it gets uh I don't know what I'm looking for. It, it gets uh, tiring. We, we've all yeah, had I don't know. It's just different. Yeah, it's strange. Yeah, it's just- Anyways, 1420 podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. Dave, a few weeks back in the 1420 podcast, we talked about the trials and tribulations of Evander Kane. And uh, this guy's like Rick Dees, man. The hits just keep on coming. Uh, just got a, a message from somebody that he uh, was granted a restraining order from uh, his ex-wife or soon-to-be ex-wife or whatever is apparently uh, alleging that she she battered him and beat him. It just doesn't stop. And then last week there was something about either a stripper or a hooker and an abortion tale that she he was going to pay for an abortion for her. Dave, if if you're let's take Kane's name out of this and let's say that if. Uh, superstar a or semi superstar a or your third best player on your team or whoever he is um on a team that's not going to win anyways because the, the sharks aren't do you bring this guy into, into your locker room for training camp or do you just say hey man it's time to go we don't need this around we don't need this headache we don't need because we're not we didn't win with you we'll we'll, we'll lose without you too you're stuck. You're you're stuck. I don't know how you get out of this because you shouldn't turn your back on people when they when they need a hand. I get that. No, I get that. So I, I looked it up. Well, like I knew we were going to talk about this, obviously, and then so I looked it up. He's due seven million dollars a year this year, and then three more years. So you gotta. Uh, you can't buy that out, right? Because now you're paying this guy three point five million for eight years. But you get a buy a buyout doesn't hurt your cap though. Um, I still think the half hit is against the cap. I think you get one a but, year where you can get, but whatever. We're not cap. I don't. I don't know. Whatever. But nonetheless, yeah. To buy that out, and are you allowed to buy one person out every year? I like believe so. That's a lot of dough. 3.5 mil per for the better part of a decade is a lot of dough. Speaking of Mets being, Mets being a Met, right? Bobby Bonilla, 20 Bobby, years. But, a million dollars a year on, on Canada Day every year for another 
I think 15 more years. It's a bit like, but you know, I'm, I'm really, I, I have no idea how that Bobby Bonilla thing ever came to fruition, but if it was to a million dollars now is a lot less than it was 18 years ago for a professional sports owner. Well, the, the only kicker is, and I mean, this, their new owner, Steve Cohn, he's got, I think $16 billion. Like he actually does. Like it's a, it's a thing. So, but when he signed the contract to buy the match, he must've went, he's a businessman, obviously was like, what the fuck he, cause he's a match fan. He would have known that the contract was there, but he must have finally got down to the, the nuts and bolts of her and went, this is a real thing. We can't get out of this. I mean, it's only another 15 million bucks. It's nothing to him. But 15 million bucks, still 15 million bucks. Yeah, but a million dollars a year is, is different than 15 million dollars. Yeah. It's, I just, like, I, like, it's just hilarious. No. Uh, yeah. How much money gets thrown on? But I don't know what you do with kids. Like I, I just. I wouldn't want him know. in my locker room around young kids. Like but around. What are you gonna? What are you gonna do about it? I don't know. Send him to, I don't know, boot camp or rehab or just something. I don't know what you would do. Like I don't know what the problem is. I can always got to. I don't even know. Like I don't know if there's a gambling if gambling problem. If there's a this problem or that. Like I don't know. It's just the. It just seems. Trouble follows this guy, but trouble doesn't follow non-troublemakers. Well, then, so um, I, I just looking at this thing, I, I found I'm looking at his con, not his contract. We know what I'm saying. Um, it's a modified no trade, so he can submit a list of three teams he can be traded to. No, oh. so but who says those teams want him? That's the thing. I want right? to go to Tampa. Florida and where else is a nice spot? LA. So I'm not gonna change houses. Or yeah. whatever. Well, we don't want you. Well, I'd buy him out. Just go away. Just go away, man. Because where there's smoke, there's sparks. There's more stuff coming. Speaking of going away, um, did you hear this happen today? The the hurricanes, the Carolina Hurricanes offered a did an offer sheet on Montreal with Cock and uh, Yemi. Cock and Yemi. Yeah, yeah. And they knowing full well that Montreal cannot match this because yeah. they're already, and it was in retaliation for, for the deal last year. Yeah. yeah, and then the signing bonus they they're going to give him if he signs with uh, Carolina is twenty dollars, <laughs> and it's twenty US dollars. Jesus Christ! As a signing bonus, unbelievable. <laughs> it's a- and like. Go ahead. I, I heard like well, it's a total uh, sticking it to the Habs because it's only a one-year deal, and like from comparables, listen to people talk about it on the radio today. He's probably about a three, three and a half million dollar player. He's not that good. And they offered. He was him a healthy. Scr- he was actually healthy scratch in the finals last year. Well, there you go. And so they're going to sign him for six point one, but then if you offer him a multi-year deal, then like you can you can sign him for like two and a half. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? 
In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. For the next four, if you want. It's, but it it's, was a total screw you. That and I tip my hat to that. It's amazing when people with some dough, the, the stuff they can come up with, and like, watch this, I'm gonna screw this guy over. Like you wonder what happens in the the like the actual, well, not the sports world, where people are just fucking with each other for six million bucks. Do you remember when Brian Burke lost his shit on Kevin Lowe? Uh uh Dustin Penner. Sh- Dustin Dustin Penner, and he ended up going to the Oilers and, and-, and then played himself out, he ate himself out of the league. Well, whatever. And Brian Burke, it was like he challenged he challenged Low to a fight. Yeah, totally lost his mind. Who would win that fight? Oh, Kevin Low. He's he's fifteen years younger. But I don't think Brian. No, I don't think you can. I don't think you can punch Burke hard enough. Oh no, and he would bite. Uh, he'd grab you by the ball. Maybe that's like, why he doesn't tie his tie tight and strangle you or something. Who knows? <laughs> like with his I, head. Yeah. Oh, we got a no hit, a no no watch. Blake Snell of the Padres. We might get to 19 yet. Dave's in the seventh right now with a no no hitter in Arizona. Bring back the sticky stuff. Bring back that's, the sticky stuff. That's that's what caught that's what caused it. That's what I'm blaming it on. We'll never know. I am wrong, gonna be wrong. But we'll never know. We'll never know because we were on pace for 106 the way things were rolling there. It was uh, quite fantastic. Uh, 1420 Sports Podcast. We're we're going over in our heads if it's viable to do a weekly pick them uh, for the NFL football season because it's uh, really easy. Anybody can do it. You pick a team. Nobody actually knows. I bet you if you picked all home teams all season long, you'd end up with the same record if you actually studied the games. Actually, I'm curious what what the home, home road splits are throughout a season for the last three or four years because it's uh, – I think sometimes you just pick it, go all homes. You might have a better chance if you think you know what you're doing. I disagree. It's not all homes all the time. Not anymore. There's too many bad teams up there. No, but would, would, would you? It's got to be eight and eight on a weekly basis. It's got to well, be close. Makes, well, that makes sense, yeah. right? Because... I convinced uh, you that quickly, eh? Well, no, eight and eight because like all the good teams are winning on the on the same weekend, right? Like the different eight are losing every time. Yeah. So, so, yeah, I, I would say that's fair. Like, how, like it'd be more interesting to look at against the spread. But straight think, up, Paul Abdul. No, I I get you. Like I understand. <laughs> but it'd be like I. Th- yeah, I think the home team wins is eight and eight, but it's like I say, it's different teams. No, I know, I know. Whatever. Okay. It's just yeah. math. 
Anyways, uh, fantasy football pools. Nobody likes listening to fantasy football. P- people talk about their fantasy football football teams, but people love talking about their fantasy football teams. Dave, we talked about the show a while ago, but I wanted just to, now that we're getting closer to draft season, um, I was in some pools in the past. And I, I, I do a straight-up pick them from the Cal Hotel out in Vernon, B.C. I lived there for a number of years. I still, Jeff Parker puts it on. Uh, thank you very much, Jeff. It's uh, quite easy. It's 100 bucks, whatever it is. You send in your picks and and hope um half the time you don't even remember who you picked by the time sunday night rolls around and everything else um i got in a couple of pools for a couple of years but it got to a point where i wasn't watching the games and that's where i talked about how the red zone channel is only for fantasy football guys because they could see their team score and everything else um you're a fantasy football guy you got a draft coming up uh you've won in the past is fantasy football bigger than the game itself? And if not, what percentage, like how, is it 55, 45 one way or what, what do you got? You know, it's, it's probably pretty close. Um, fantasy football, you know, I would still watch NFL. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to put it like this. I was watching NFL football long before I started playing fantasy football. If I never played fantasy football again, I would still be watching NFL football, but I just wouldn't be as cognizant of individual stats. I would, I would, I would get, I would just, (laughs) the knowledge I have like would be from watching the NHL, uh, sorry, NFL highlight package at the end of the day, which I like to do and, and see and have the panel discuss and that kind of thing. And I wouldn't be clicking all the time to see how many yards they got because he plays for my team or he plays for another team. I wouldn't have the intimate details, but I would know who's having a good year and who's not kind of thing. Does that make sense, that answer? Yeah, it's just... Uh... It's, it, it, for me, it, it overtook me watching games. Like, I wouldn't even know what the scores were in games. I was my, my quarterback had this many points and everything else. It was just, I like, the enjoyment I got out of, I wouldn't even know what the scores were, like I said. Like, it, it was, uh, it, it became a lot. It ch- like, I, I, I still, it's, it's been a rare occasion when I watched a game because um, of a player I did not, did or didn't have. There have been some exceptions in the playoffs where I watched a Monday night game to see how a player did. But that that's the rarity. It brings a certain interest to the game as well when you're like you're watching, when you have the opportunity watching a good sports bar and you're having a good time. And, and so you're keeping an eye on the game you want to watch, which is there's always a game I want to watch. If the Broncos are playing, that's where my focus is, even if there's seven other games. But out of the corner of my eye, I'll be watching this game because yeah. that my running back's in that game. Like, And that's not a bad thing. Talking about your, your fantasy football ad nauseum to people that really don't want to, that's, that's it, not a good thing. It can be a bit much, uh, as we're doing now. Uh, no, if... Do you do you go high with your uh, quarterback or who are you taking? Like what you have to go quarterback or a kicker? Oh no, or a kicker. Kicker's the last. The kicker and defense are always my last two things. Oh, I don't know. Um. Yeah, I do, and not that I've won every year. Like 
kicker, yeah, kicker and D are pretty bottom third. I think you can always get a good D on the waiver wire after week four or five. Um, Cause yeah, that's, that's just my own personal thing. Uh, quarterback. I kept Lamar Jackson last year and he had a, had a bit of an off year. But if I don't keep my quarterback, I don't pick him till the fourth or fifth round. Because you, you always got people that can come up and do great things. Like, like Trevor Lawrence is going to go early this year. No way I'm picking him. I wouldn't pick him. He'll be hurt in week three. Oh, Jacksonville is so bad. Yeah, they don't have a line. That, we and talked about I it last week. Uh, yeah. Without a line, there's a reason why they were in last place last year. So it's, uh, it's, it's tough. It's tough. Football's tough. I mean, it's every fantasy football. Anybody who says they're an expert at this stuff at, at picking things, uh, there's a reason why in betting, people say they're 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 good at betting. They're liars. There's a reason why those buildings in Vegas are that big. They're not good at it. Vegas wins all the time. All the time. Yeah. Well, they that's why, right? Like that's why it's it's Vegas. That's why that place exists. That's What's the worst, uh, the worst the worst cold streak you've ever been on in vegas oh I, you know what i've only been there once okay like, we t- yeah and then i, I or at I, a casino a- or at a casino cold streak I, i'm really good at setting limits so it's almost time like i've been out of there in an hour and a half whereas normally i can spend six hours kind of yeah. thing yeah and I've been out of there in an hour and a half, but I have I have control over that, so I don't go nutty. There was a, uh, a night in Las Vegas. I think I can't remember what show we were going to. I think it was a Bon Jovi concert. We were there for the weekend, and uh, there was a group of us, and we went into the win and uh, saw War. Remember the, remember the game War card game? Card oh, card. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kids game. Simple. Yeah, one, two, three. One card, yeah. and then if, if, if there's a tie, you put three cards down. But it, she was a hundred hand, eh? Hundred bucks a hand. I was all oiled up, moneyed up, good enough, greased up, good. Here we go. Wad of cash in my pocket, can't lose. The dealer said to Deanne, my sister, uh, my brother was there as well. Tell this guy to go away, man. He's like, this is going really badly for him. Like it would. I was down, Jesus Christ, I was down 600 bucks in about 48 seconds. Playing war. War. Card, card, done. Fuck. Can't so it's like, it's like flipping a coin. That's all it was. Card, card, done. Fuck. It was that quick. Like, what the hell? And then when you when you have matching cards, um, then you put, you can, you can, the war, you know what happens? You put three yeah. down, you can double down. All right. Instead of just saying, okay, I'll, I'll just, Nope, double down. Fuck. 600 bucks was gone like right now. Gone. See ya. Never, never to be returned again. Whoops. You know, that's when the world loved oil. So whatever. That's a, yeah, I don't know if you and I would have shared that story, man. I, I feel embarrassed for you. It, it wasn't good. Like, it go wasn't good. At blackjack. I, I prefer you watch the roulette wheel. Roll I like roulette, eh? Because you don't really, there's no skill or thinking. You just put them down and hope. No, I like blackjack. I can play blackjack for a long time. I can't because people get mad at me either side because I don't know what I'm doing. I just want to get 21. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't count cards or pay attention. 
I've had good days on blackjack. That's the only thing. Like I, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say I'm up, but it's, I've spent hours playing at a blackjack table at a time. I, I spent so long at a blackjack table with Mike Davis in Vegas. Yeah. We sat, we, we parked our asses at a blackjack table around two o'clock and we left it, I think around nine 30 in the morning. It was, that's a good ride. Like we went, we walked back to our hotel and people that we were partying with, like, Oh, we're going back to the hotel and we're going to go gamble for a bit. And then those people we saw coming out of the hotel, going for breakfast as we were coming home. And we got caught. We got comp breakfast. That's a good run. <laughs> One of my favorite Vegas memories. Uh, we it meets us, me and Mike went down, and uh, brother Mike, that is. And uh, I was up early, whatever, just because I, I'm just what I do. Went down to a casino and played roulette, and did pretty well. Had a fan hold a, a hundred dollar bills in my hand. And uh, about eight in the morning, I was slapping his face with hundreds, eh? Let's go, man. Time to go. Let's get into her. So, yeah, Vegas, it's a, I don't know if I'll ever, uh, I want to go back, but to, there's uh, some protocols that might need to be followed and everything else because it's a different world we live in nowadays anyways. Would you go back? Not right now. And, you know, like my party, you know, like, uh, it's going to be a, it'll be a total different Oh yeah, geez, I'm like, not going to Blondie's know. for beers at six a.m. No, I have friends that go down there, at, like uh, like as couples, and like that's that's kind of their getaway place. Like yeah. they stay at the hotels with the nice pools and do that kind of thing. And you know, there's a place for that. Yeah, no, I I love it. It's just I I think I've been for a couple three years, but uh, I used to go down quite consistently. But now, yeah, I don't know, just a little bit different now, I guess. Anyways, that's enough reminiscing. Go down memory lane. Fourteen twenty podcast. Four beer and sports talk and a whole lot more. Uh, Dave, give me a give me who would be listening and give me a, a Surrey talking in the playoffs. Give me something funny uh, about about getting us into the playoffs. No, what like because you did last year, like the Canucks when they got beat out, or the Flames got beat out. There was always a player that. Uh, oh. <laughs> Oh, so okay. I the, you put me on the spot. So just Siri, ask Google Play to find fourteen twenty sports podcast, or if you're on Apple, at sports twenty, and just play that podcast. There we I go. Lost my <laughs> you lost your. It happens. It's Tuesday. We do our better work on Thursdays. Something we started, uh, Jim, if, you, if you're listening, make sure you uh, delete or don't record or whatever. There was a segment there. I forgot to hit pause. It's a thing, and I don't know why. It happens sometimes, but it's not. We didn't say anything derogatory or demeaning, but no one's going to care about what we're just talking about. Anyways, uh, about three, Jesus. Maybe two months into Dave joining the show on a regular basis and being a, a co-host of this uh this crazy little podcast we got going here uh, came up with things. We, we tend to be, uh, we were agreeing too much about uh, what uh, we were talking about. So that the, the debate wasn't there. So I came up with this thing really simple. Who is better? And no matter what Dave answered to my, who is better, I was going to disagree whether I disagreed or not. Things have changed since 
since then uh, we do agree on the, the who is better sometimes we, we disagree and uh it's kind of turned into a pretty good little segment good little conversations come out of it it used to be all sports related sometimes we have a sports guy with a with an athlete or, or with a uh, uh, entertainer um dave i got a couple here uh one two three four five six um from the world of entertainment and from the world of sports who is better vince neal or vince carter Oh, Vince Neal all the way. Like, um, as a better name, like, ah, oh, geez, Vince Neal killed a guy. But um, I would have loved to have seen what that guy has seen. Well, maybe not all of it. I imagine there's a lot of Yeah, there's there. some pretty uh, suspect situations that happened to Sunset Strip back in the early 80s, for sure. But, uh, you know what? I'm going to change my answer. Like, I, I, I can't. Three years ago, I would have even said Vince Neal, but now at, at, at my age right now, I'll take Vince Carter. I bet had a heck of a long career, hey? Like he made a couple mistakes by that, that time when he was playing for the Raptors. He went to his graduation in a playoff game, left Toronto in a pretty shaky situation. Probably the second greatest Raptor ever. Not the best player, but the second greatest Raptor ever, like behind Lowry. Um, yeah. Vince but- Selfish um, was always up for him. Got his ring with someone in his last year, didn't he? Like just he? recently, no. a couple, couple, two, three years ago. Yeah, he's he, he played but for a he, long time. Yeah, for a crazy long time. Yeah, because but Vince knew with the Motley Crude days, man. Like the, the, the walls could talk and the whiskey a go go with the Motley Crude, but the crap was going on. Uh, the movie The Dirt was disappointing. The book The Dirt's fantastic. Yeah, it's it's a peek behind the curtain, and that's yeah. uh, that's what I like. I I I've read the book and seen it as well. Um, obviously the book was more graphic. You just can't get, you just can't translate that kind of, well, mayhem. Debauchery and mayhem. Like, yeah, like, yeah, you can't just write that shit up. Um, otherwise it would be just, you know, a porn with 20 seconds of playing guitar. There we go. Uh, two championships, uh, I think for each of these guys. One for uh, the Toronto Blue Jays. One guy played for the Edmonton Oilers. Who is better, Kelly Gruber or Kelly Buckberger? <laughs> I was a huge Bucky fan. I, I love agree. Bucky, but I also love uh, Gruber, but not. Yeah. But who's I'm better? Gonna, I'm going to say Bucky because uh, he was a link from the. Well, he was like the last remaining guy. And yeah. he was uh, from those championship teams. I think he got the last two. Yeah, um, he stuck around for years and he's still in the league somewhere, coaching somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. And he was, he was a heart and soul guy. He was such a good, good leader. Um, Gruber was part of a bigger machine. I really did like him, played great third base and he was gritty and yeah. he, great yeah. hair. Yeah. And, and like he played. <laughs> He played the game like I liked it to be played. So no disrespect for Gruber, but I'm a Buckberger fan on this one. Kelly Buckberger. Bucky. Number 16, I believe. Yeah, goofy. Like, kind of almost. Block like, shots, the whole, oh. yeah. And he's another guy you couldn't punch hard enough. Yeah. Like, and he wasn't overly big or overly tough. Just but you just couldn't punch him. So I think from Mooshar or played in Mooshar or something. Yeah. He was a prairie boy. Four-time Stanley Cup champion Mike Bossy or two-time MVP Mike Trout. 
bossy. I think it's indisputable. I think that's oh, indisputable. Yeah. yeah, one of the greatest goal scorers of his era. Um, he he got all four cups with the that he was there for all four. And the knee injuries five. are near knees are back. Got him like he didn't get yeah fifty. He was fifty and fifty kind of guy. Like he was he could score he, goals. Yeah, he could score goals. Injuries short in his career. Mike Bossy. It, it's amazing that uh, with Trout being out, um, the Angels are being watched more with Otani. We talked about this in the past. That shows how little of, a, of an impact that Trout actually has in the league. And it's Ohtani, sad. Otani moves a needle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, here's a couple of different. This is completely different spectrum. Who is better? Aaron Rodgers or Aaron Spelling? Uh, Aaron Spelling's career is one that I have such Obviously, I've enjoyed his product over the years. Yeah, you got very deep with this. That's funny. But but I don't I don't I have no idea what his life may or may not have been. Um, so I'm gonna say Aaron Rodgers. Fantasy Island, Love Boat, 90210. What else was there? Was it like Knots Landing and just Melrose Place? Yeah. Was he Knots Landing as well? Like, I don't know. Like it was like he was a producer and, and he produced a shit. Like, that's television gold, all those ones, man. The, I remember reading an article back in the day where, like, the mansion that they, they lived in, they, they had a room in their mansion for gift wrapping that was always stocked with gifts. So, when you had gifts, you can send the maid up to the. Deanne the has wrapping. that here. The, Jesus Murphy. Could you imagine if she had a, a bill? I can't. The, the room. Oh, yep. Yeah, like I don't get it, but sure, why not? <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Uh, sports guy from the past and a guy who's still tolling around the uh, the touring scene. Seen him a number of times. One of my favorites, uh, Jimmy Buffett or Jimmy Connors. <laughs> I love it. I love how you get so deep in, in thought in this. Like, like it, we're we're, we're gonna have brown groundbreaking. Yeah, I, I, I just groundbreaking news here. Ready. No, um, Jimmy Buffett on this one. If Jimmy Connors would have been John McEnroe, I would have said John McEnroe. I wasn't a Connors fan growing up. I was a McEnroe fan, and I and. Uh, didn't him I and Chris think, Everett have a have a, a rendezvous at, at one point? Uh, Connors did. Connors did, not, yeah. Yeah, not McEnroe. Yeah. yeah. And now she's with Greg Norman. My, that's my belief. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She was I, a I, I she had, was a, a handsome woman. Yeah, I had a crush on her as well. Chrissy was hot. Chris Everett Lloyd. Yeah. Yeah. She was a good looking lady. Um. Yeah. And uh, yeah, because yeah, never mind. That's a whole different tangent. <laughs> that one. Uh, <laughs> so you had I something would, to say, and I I I don't want to hear it, but I want to hear it because you had something well, to say that. Well, that you're, no, I, like, like you're, you're blushing a little bit, Dave. You're blushing a little bit. 
I had uh, <laughs> like in, in my brain, I came up to a flashing red light, and then like I was like, God, oh, no, I shouldn't go there. And I, I, I tapped the brakes. If it was like, Thursday, we'd be talking about it, guaranteed. Thursday, we can enter a little we'll, bit more. But I don't know where we. I don't know where we'd be in that conversation at this point if I hadn't tapped the brakes on it. Oh, that's funny. Oh, Jesus. I got one more, but I, I'm not even going to use it. It's, it's actually not that good. It's not that good. So I'm not going to bother. Uh, Dave, uh, Labor Day weekend's coming up. The official or the unofficial, because June the, or September 22nd is the end of summer. Uh, this is it, man. Huey Lewis said it. If this is it, and Don Henley, Boys of Summer, and all that jazz, man. Uh, Labor Day weekend, what do you got going on? Um, not a lot. It's, uh, I really hope that this is normally our Dave Matthews band weekend coming yeah. up. And then, so that's where we want to be. Matthews is going to be there. Um, so instead we're going to not, I'm going to hope to watch a Matthews concert on, on uh, YouTube or something like that on Saturday night. Can you get the stream of the concert live somewhere? Excuse me. Um, a couple of years back, and they do it occasionally. They'll live stream shows on on yeah. uh, on YouTube, and there's tons of Matthew shows on YouTube. Yeah, we we'll like find the live one. Try series. to find the live one, and like the oh, one yeah. you can't make it to, and exactly. Yeah. And like, and then, and then there is a chance, like there, it has been before where they they've uh, like I was texting with Dersh from the show. Like he was watching the show. Yeah. Um, like when I got back to the hotel, uh, to the where we were staying, like he was like, oh, we were following along and stuff like that. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. There's a, I don't know why bands wouldn't do that. Do it. I, here it is. Do it like you, they have blackouts. If you're in this vicinity of this concert, you can't stream it. Or even why not? Because like that's and millions of people. Like it's not like if, more, you, if you're from fucking New York. You ain't going to the gorgeous weekend. If you're from Canada, you're not going to the gorgeous weekend. So if I can make tw- twenty bucks, twenty bucks, twenty bucks, twenty bucks, that's a lot of twenty bucks. Or just, or just even this is. Oh, it's no, it's free on YouTube. And why wouldn't you do that? Because every show, like I'd like have this policy. As soon as the show is is sold out, it's free on YouTube, which is going to. Uh, well, the, the, the NFL the actually demand. does that. The NFL right. actually does that. If if the building isn't sold out. The black restrictions on it. Here's the deal. Mm-hmm. So go to the game. Yeah. But like it's different for a rock band. Everything's different for rock bands. Well, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, everything's different. Yeah. Because Man, the, yeah, they're a rock they're, band. They're, just you rather, for, just yeah. for a week. No. I, yeah, I don't. Yeah. No, I think it would be great. I like, I would like to just see, I would like, I'd love to know what that feels like. It's mesmerizing to me. Like, I mean, Jesus, we're kind of going a little long here, but uh, it's mesmerizing to me how rock stars can just grasp onto a crowd and people just follow their every move. Like, it's, I, I watched a thing, I think I've told you this before, we've had it on the show, maybe, who knows, we do, we talk so much on, on this damn thing. But uh, Ice Cube said, being a rock star, there's nothing quite like it. Because, or, or Ice-T, it was Ice-T, sorry. I get them mixed up. Ice-T, he said, I can say 
I can take a drink of water out of a water bottle and say, oh, this water's good. And the crowd goes bananas. Like they, they can do no wrong for that two hours and people just grasp on everything they do. It would be, it'd be something like it would be to do a leg kick and have people mimicking you and everything else. I, I couldn't imagine the, uh, the pull you got that these guys have. It's no wonder a lot of them have that stuff going on in their lives. It's, it's, it's amazing to me. Well, yeah, like especially like with the, one of the most famous rock scenes ever is uh, Freddie Mercury at that Live Aid or whatever it was. Yeah, uh, was it? Yeah, with, with Radio uh, Gaga. Yeah. yeah, that's that's incredible. It's the, power. the at Wembley Stadium that when he Anderson, did there yeah. with the uh, it's it's on it's I they have I I I, I don't want to say they have more talent but the good ones have more charisma than an athlete does. Well, you, you, you need, know, like, you need the, the, like the Wayne Gretzky energy. Yeah. Like the, the Wayne Gretzky of, of hockey is Wayne Gretzky, obviously, but he doesn't have charisma. He's just a really good hockey player. Uh, a rock star needs the charisma plus the energy plus, 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 and to have all of those things, mm-hmm. they're, they're one in a million, man. There's not many of those guys. It's something else. Like it, it is something else. Like even if you think, like it's, it's, it's hard to. I'm happy when I'm at a party and I got five people listening to the joke right now. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. And then now, and now, like these, the the a rock star is carrying an arena full, a stadium full of people for two hours. Sometimes a hundred thousand people, and no one's watching. Well, no, I shouldn't say no one, but you ain't watching a drummer. Like, All eyes are on you, yeah. Like when John Bon Jovi was on stage back in the heyday, people were watching John Bon Jovi. Yeah, Richie uh-huh. Sambor can play a hell of a guitar, but you're watching the singer. And how a lead singer, how they can mesmerize a room and just get everybody going, it's it's something to behold. And uh, I, 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 I mean, I couldn't do it, obviously, because I can't hold it, carry a tune in With, a pail. But Without a front man, you ain't got a band. No, it's very important. You can write the best songs ever. But anyways, 1420 Podcast, Dave. Good show tonight. It's Tuesday Get into her on Thursday. It's our, usually our better one of the two of the week because uh, we, uh, well, it's closer to Friday, so we uh, tend to let our hairs our hairs down a little bit more. Uh, anyways, take care of each other, but more importantly, take care of yourself. We need you around. Keep your stick on the ice. Jim, don't swing at high pitches. Hey, we'll talk to you again on Thursday. Hey, I hope school's going well, or I hope you're settling in, Jim. I'm sure he is. <laughs> he, be- he fucking better be. Got no other choice. He fucking better be. Anyways, I started it nice, Jim. And don't go to Hastings. <laughs> Stay away from Hastings, Jim. Jesus, like Galt Gardens, man. It's worse. <laughs> Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.